Hey there, listeners. This is Gary, your host and GM for the Die by the Sword podcast. Welcome back to another exciting episode. Uh, This is episode number three. This is the third and final part of our three-part premiere. If you are liking what you're hearing, go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Also, check us out at www.diebythesordpodcast.com. And we also want to give a quick shout-out to our friends over at Midnight Syndicate. You can check them out at www.midnightsyndicate.com. All right, that's enough from me. Let's get to the episode. Welcome back to the Die by the Sword podcast. Yay! Yay! Episode three. Episode number three. One, two, three. Eins, zwei, drei. Uno, dos, tres. There we go. We're multinational. So continuing on from where we left off, you guys fought the centipedes. Killed the centipedes. Killed the centipedes. Come back to the house. Got loot. Pulled some hammies. Pulled some hammies. Yeah. Yeah, we got some sick loot. We did. I thought you were going to say, we got some sick injuries. We did get that too. I'm really terrified because of this loot. We're all going to die. Well, I mean, we're going to level up right now, right? Not right now. <laughs> yeah. Two centipedes, they level up for a party of four makes. <laughs> uh, you get back to the house, and you go inside, and you see Kendra is trying to pick the lock on the uh, manual of the Order of the Palatine Eye. Kendra? What? What are you doing? Trying to pick the lock on this book. I thought you weren't allowed to touch these. Isn't that what your father's will said? Why, well, I, I am a grown woman. I can open these books if I choose to. Well, they're not yours. I understand her father wanting to keep her away from the dark tomes to the dark gods, but the Order of the Palatine Eye is not evil. I don't see the harm in her having access to that book. I don't care, personally, what books you touch, as long as they're available when we leave at the end of the month so that we can return them. Well, fine. Why are you trying to open it so badly? Because I want to know what my father was doing and why he died. Don't read them. Fine. We don't want you to turn into a zombie or whatever. I mean, <laughs> we don't want you to turn into a zombie or whatever. We need to move on. Yes. Really? Yes. And Roderick is saying that he's like slouched over like whatever the most comfortable chair is in the room, just nursing his enormously swollen centipede wound. This this hurts a lot. Can I do anything to help that? I mean, Flavor less, wise? Lesser restoration would heal the ability damage. You could also do like a heal check on it to see if he gains back more overnight. Yeah, I want to do that. You're slouched over the couch. Mm-hmm. Vivian, seeing Roderick looking all weak and seeing this gross wound that she was looking at earlier, she's like, yes, you, you were able to fight off the poison, but I can see that this is still affecting you poorly. She rolls a natural 20 heal check for a 23. She's, nice. like, let me, she's like, let me take a look at that. And she kind of like reaches into her pouch, grabs some different salves and bandages. Yeah, in addition to the pain, like his arm is like shaky and numb, mm-hmm. but it kind of subsides a little bit after after you taking good care of it. And she's kind of explaining to you like so see what happens is when this when the centipede bites you, the poison tries to go through your entire body system. Eventually you will become completely paralyzed and immobile. You were able to fight that off. So now you're just your arms numb. And she's like going pretty in depth into the details. Maybe a little more detailed than some people want to know <laughs> of like all the bad things that could happen. And with that heal check, you're actually able to get Roderick to heal twice the amount of ability point damage overnight. That is very kind of you. I do believe this helps a lot. That is known as providing long-term care. I feel better already. Oh, I'm so glad to hear it. And then she just, like, packs up her stuff and just 
walks to the other side of the room. She's like, are you guys doing okay? Well, you have to keep caring for it. For All right, term. fine. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You're kind of stuck by my side now, and I don't think okay. you're actually going to get a full night's sleep now if you're doing that. <laughs> That's fine. So the professor was studying these books, and he was studying Harrowstone. I think we should be looking at these to see if we can gain any knowledge over the enemies that we're going to be meeting. Do you mean reading the books or learning about them? I mean reading them and learning about them by reading them. Well, there may be more clues inside of the Manual of the Palatinae, but we cannot get into the book yet. He wasn't wrong to be cautious about reading these. This is very dark and dangerous materials. They will whisper into your nightmare. Exactly. Are they part of the whispering way? I believe many of these are instrumental in their order, which is why the professor was studying them, I would imagine. From my understanding, it's very easy to be tempted while walking down these paths. Well, we need to get some more information about Harrowstone in any case. How are we going to do this? Kendra, are there any books about Harrowstone? Yes, there's some in the library here at the house. Also, Roderick studied quite a bit about Harrowstone while he was here with my father. But what do you remember, Roderick? I remember quite a lot. The five prisoners at one time managed a successful coup and overtook the guards and took control of the prison. However, the warden, his name was Livar Hakrin, activated a failsafe and locked himself and the rest of his guards inside of the prison uh. with the prisoners where none could escape. Oh my. Yes, there was only one way out, a lift that could not be activated in any means from the inside. Many of the prisoners in there tried to bribe and threaten the guards who let the lift down and allow them back up, but the guards were too well trained and they did not capitulate. The warden and his guards were stuck in there with the prisoners. The five major ones, were they able to escape or were they locked in as well? They were locked in as well. Everyone was locked in. None of the prisoners escaped. That probably means in preparation for us going in there that those are five spirits that we are going to meet. Quite possibly, but they will be not be the only ones. The warden spirit may also be in there, and there is one other. Shortly after these events, the warden's wife realized that he was late for dinner. Concerned about him, she went into the prison to go looking for him. Once she realized what was going on, in a panic, she released the lever for the lift in a desperate attempt to get her husband out. Not only did the lift crush and kill several guards and prisoners when it landed, many prisoners began to climb the chain that the lift was connected to on their way out. In an attempt to halt this, the guards began to pour oil onto the chains to prevent them from successfully climbing out. Lantern oil, specifically. There was one prisoner, the Splatterman, if you remember. Yeah. Oh, the Splatterman. He was, in fact, a spellcaster and began to use his magic to aid his way out. And in a desperate attempt to prevent that, one of the guards lit a torch and threw it into the oil-soaked depths, figuring it would dissuade him from climbing further. But he accidentally lit the entire prison on fire. He meant to only light the climbing well, that the escalated hallway. quickly. Super quickly. And Chimneys. Yes, they, 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 managed, they managed to contain the fire and they did not damage any other buildings in the city. But after they got the fire in control, they realized the warden's wife was still in the building when they burned. How awful. And yes. she's, you're telling, saying all this while Vivian's like work, working on your wounds. And she's just crying as she's like bandaging you and stuff. So that is what I know. The professor said that the Whispering Way is looking for someone who's still there. So it could be any five of the prisoners, could be the warden, could be the warden's wife, could be some other party we do not know. Perhaps there's more information on the five prisoners here in the library at the house to help you better piece together which one of these prisoners the Whispering Tyrant was looking for. 
excellent idea, Kendra. I yes, think you're correct. Yes, I agree. It would be good to know a bit about all of them, because I have a feeling we're going to meet each of them. Indeed. So, before we bed down, we should uh, begin looking through these books. All right. Roderick, you remember the way to the library? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. as, we're, as we're walking to the library, Roderick is kind of going over things, isn't it? So, so, the professor has been studying these for a while. He had already written his will before he began this deep dive into investigating Harrowstone. And about a month ago, things started getting very serious. And he went into Harrowstone once, almost lost his life, was afraid he would lose it again, and realized he did not have time to update his will, so instead he put his journal in the chest in hopes that we would find it to continue his work should anything happen. So are you going to continue to read the journal, see what you can gather from that? I will continue pouring over it, yes, but I believe those are the highlights that I was able to find. He circled those specifically for me to find, or whoever had the journal. There are several books everywhere, so give me a perception check in the library. It is a natural two. Starting off strong. I got a seven. Ten. Ten. Eight. We're all very tired. Yes. (laughs) We also have the option of taking twenty. That's true. It was just take a while to find them. Thirteen. Thirteen. Um, Did Kendra roll one? No, she didn't. Natural two. Um, <laughs> I think we're all very tired. I think we're Maybe very we tired. should research tomorrow morning. Maybe in the morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We all forget how to read. I have found nothing of use. <laughs> right. So you all go to the library. You fall asleep in very, the library. Very tired. You still have not found anything. Thurskill is distracted because he found a book. In this book, this fat cat does not like Mondays. <laughs> oh, I love that one. <laughs> it is a treasure. I I never understood libraries until I found this book. <laughs> what is he? What is he eating there? It's some dish from the region I've never heard of. Lasagna. Las Lasagna. Lasagna. Whatever it is, he's just shoveling it into his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps in your time here I can uh, try to replicate this dish, and we could try it. Anything that's good for a cat is good for me. Yes, we'll all eat feast on lasagna. Lasagna. He kicked this dog off the table! <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking at all the bric-a-brac and knick-knacks in the library, looking for anything key-shaped. You don't see anything key-shaped, especially nothing that is uh, triangular key-shaped. It's a very non-standard Have key we design. looked in the very office? I rolled a 23. Yeah, in your dad's office. I mean, in your father's office. Have you looked for a key for this book? Uh, no, I haven't. Maybe that's a good place to start, is the professor's office. I think we should all start this bright and early after a good night's sleep. Vivian's limping and Roderick is holding his shoulder, <laughs> just like slowly marching up the stairs. <laughs> so if I'm doing long, what's it called? Long healing? Uh, long-term care. So yeah, do I not get to sleep? You can sleep, because you've had a few hours to, mm-hmm. to try it. And I think that we wouldn't go anywhere. I mean, we're not going to go anywhere. Yeah, we just probably sleep day. We sleep in. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. you spent some hours caring for me, and then so we mm-hmm. had to, like, get a late start. Because we can't do anything anyway until we get the key or a clue or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How much, I was going to ask, how are we going to handle healing um, overnight? How much do we get back overnight? That's a good question, because isn't there different rules for different games? Healing will be level plus con. I like that. Con modifier specifically. Yes, right? not okay. not your not <laughs> your con score. <laughs> so we we wake up a little late the next day. Like they're already starting to move over to the lunch shift at the end. Except for Zenobia, who when you get up is practicing with her sword inside the house. Inside the house. In the uh, well, there's a in in the courtyard where I won't break any crockery. 
<laughs> or hurt anybody. Well, thanks to Vivian's uh, excellent care, Roderick only has one dex damage now and has no penalty. I thought you got double. Yeah, I had three dex damage, and so you healed two, so I only have one dex damage now, which does oh. not have a functional penalty. So he's back to full So I had functionality. I had four dex damage? Yes. So now I have three? Yes. Okay. So you went from a negative two penalty to a negative one penalty. So you sleep, you wake up after probably like almost ten hours of sleep. Because you're tired from your fight with the centipedes and the long day of carrying caskets and my muscles are so sore. What's the weather like? Caskets. It's actually uh, not raining right now. It's I imagine it's really foggy though. It's pretty yeah, it's pretty foggy. But for Ravengrow and for Ustalov, this is a very nice day. It's, it's one like of London. The, one of the few times the sun is actually kind of out. It's foggy but sunny. If that makes sense. I'm full of determination. So Roderick it's... wakes up feeling a lot better, and he's just like, "It's Vivian. I think I gave her a hard time yesterday. It's like kind of like rotating his shoulder because it feels better now." I imagine whenever we come downstairs, Vivian's in like one of those negligee like robes with the feathers on the sleeves <laughs> and the bottom. <laughs> the marabou. Yeah. Yeah. Like a like a like a wealthy divorcee. Mm-hmm. Ava Gabor and yes. Green Acres. Yes. Yes. Jaja Gabor. Ava. Ava. Is it Ava? It was Ava. Not Jaja. Ava. I'm so sorry. In, Ava and Green Acres. Yeah. But it was Jaja that was in the Aristocats. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. Glad I got my sisters clear. <laughs> anyway, that's what she's wearing. Yeah, she looks like the lady in Green Acres. <laughs> that's her whole wardrobe. Roderick's just wearing the same thing he was wearing yesterday. So, so, is, uh, so is Zenobia. Just... It's one of those, like, her hair is so pristine for being a, oh, I just, I just woke up like this look. <laughs> Kendra has a nice robe on when she comes downstairs. Mm-hmm. Oh, Battle of the Robes. Exactly. Do you have fuzzy slippers? No, she's barefoot. Manicure or pedicure? Of course. Black. Yeah, I imagine everyone in Ustalov just dresses goth at all times. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more like a maroonish red. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I think I think black fingernail polish might be a little too edgy for these people. I think uh, so. To combat that, let's say uh, they're living with undead. Viv- I don't think black nail polish would be. Vivian's is like history. pink with some flecks of gold in it. Yeah, <laughs> something sparkly. Yeah. Sonovia's <laughs> right. just looking at her nails like. <laughs> I Rod- almost got all the dirt. <laughs> Roderick's looking for breakfast. He's very hungry. Well, uh, I appear to have overslept. I was planning to make breakfast this morning, but um, we could go to the inn downtown. They will have a good breakfast there. Just as she says that, Thursko walks in and throws three dead rabbits on the table. Boom. I have brought breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Do we eat them with the fur on? What? No, those could be socks or something. Oh, I didn't know. Did you not glean the kills from your menfolk? I don't. I don't have menfolk. I. I, well, I, I don't. I don't know what is that. A is that a thing? Well, it's a custom. The hunters and the gatherers. I come from a city. I go to the store, and it's already dead. Ah, well, no fur. These were free. Oh, how nice. Well, uh, it will take me a while to prepare these and book them, or we could go into town i mean meat's meat you gotta get it quickly or more just... information in town thorskel than here Fine. let's put them in the cooler 
Yes, I'm very hungry right now, so if we could get something to eat right away, and then we could save these for dinner. I would love to go to town. There is some shopping that I want to do, so this will be great. Perfect. I can show you all the great hotspots. Oh, excellent. I'm so excited. (laughs) She runs upstairs to go change clothes. I go out to the larder, and I start skinning and gutting the rabbits and getting them ready to be put away. A woman by my own heart. (laughs) And Roderick walks up to us with a good good catch. Thank you. Quite easy. I bring out the, the three rabbit skins. I throw in his lap and said, make some socks. (laughs) That's women's work. I didn't say that. (laughs) Darn it. (laughs) Get it? (laughs) Uh, Sock jokes. Right. So, uh... Vivian comes downstairs. She looks fabulous. Kendra comes downstairs in a nice uh, daily pantsuit. I like it. Kendra will lead the way through the town, past the town square, to the outward inn. As soon as you walk in, Kendra is noticed by the inn owner, Sariana Vai. Ah, uh, Kendra, it's good to see you. Yes, uh, my guests, I was unable to make breakfast for them this morning, so I thought I'd bring them here so they could experience your wonderful meals. Oh, that is uh, that is fantastic. Uh, please have a seat, any guest of Kendra's. Thank you. You come highly recommended. Oh, you're being too kind. Do you have rabbit? Yes, I believe we do. Delicious. I think Thorskill has a favorite. I mean, that's why I got them. Do you cook it with the skin on? Sometimes if we fry it. Otherwise, uh, it's just uh, either stewed or um, or boiled or however we can prepare it. Grilled. On a stick? We've done that too. Yes, yes. So what do you recommend? You have been here before. Yes. Well, she owns it. Oh, you, who are you talking to? <laughs> I'm talking to uh, Roderick. What does Roderick know about the menu? Uh, it's good comfort food. It's in food. <laughs> yeah. Just I, get anything. It's fine. I need Preferably you to improv. I need you to improv a menu right now, Gary. <laughs> For breakfast this morning, um, our favorites that we have going right now, we have a um, uh, biscuits with a rabbit gravy. Ooh, I'll have um, that. that there we delicious. go. Uh, we also have some um, hoe cakes as well. And we have... Made out of real hoes. Exactly. I mean, this is an inn, so... <laughs> Get anything with potatoes if you can. Potatoes are always good. If you want more of a lunchy feel since it is later in the day, we could do a rabbit stew. Ooh, I'll have that. Can I get a chicken fried rabbit? Ooh, I'll have that. Would you like the uh, rabbit gravy on top? Yes. Perfect. I don't want that. Okay. No gravy. I'll just get eggs and hash browns. Eggs and hash browns. You've got it. Absolutely. I'm for eggs and hash browns also. Okay, so it's two eggs and hash browns. We've got uh, chicken fried rabbit with rabbit gravy. And what did you decide you wanted? All of the other rabbit stuff. All of the other rabbit. So no rabbit gravy. No rabbit gravy. But everything else. Everything else. Okay. So I will get those uh, dishes for you right right away. Uh, Would you... uh, Beverages, uh, any preferences? Mead. Mead. Ale. Ale. Mead. Mead. Two meads and an ale. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Dr. Pepper. Um, Just bring her a mead. That's what we call mead here. <laughs> okay. I could maybe She's do like a... She's from the South. Oh, it's one of those Southern yeah, beverages. Yeah. You, don't, you don't have Dr. Pepper here? No. We just call it Coke. Yes. They call it Mr. Ale. <laughs> Mr. Ale. Yes. I have a Mr. Ale. Mr. Ale. Oh, yes. Yes, I can do that with a little almond extract in it. There you go. Oh, perfect. Thank you. <laughs> so she goes off to start gathering the drinks. So you're all sitting at the table at the end. Uh, give me a perception check. I'm expecting another slew of natural twos. Eh, natural nine, that's better. Eleven. Fifteen. Twenty. Eighteen. With the twenty and the eighteen, uh, both of you kind of overhear another table to the side talking about, um, have you heard about the uh, what was found at the memorial this morning? There's blood splattered all over the memorial and the letter V. 
No, I had I hadn't heard about that. Uh, uh, when when was that discovered? Oh, it's uh, just discovered this this morning. Excuse me. Um. Yes. You said that some memorial was vandalized. Yes, the Harrowstone Memorial. The Harrowstone Memorial. You say, hey guys, guys, did you hear that? Yes. What? Interesting. Apparently, there's been some vandalism at the Harrowstone Memorial. Could you say that again? There was a V. Fine. Um. Yes, there was uh, blood splattered on the uh, one of the stones of the memorial, and uh, the letter V drawn in blood at the bottom of the memorial. I'm sorry, we we didn't introduce ourselves. Uh, my name's Vivian. Who who are you two? Uh, it's not important. Um. It's okay then. But you are important. You're helping us. Uh, we don't. What's your name? Can I, <laughs> can I roll a diplomacy to make them want to be more inclined to tell us their names? Okay. I get a plus two if I'm considered attractive. Okay. That's an 11 or a 13. And she's just being nice in her introduction. And their skills rolled the same thing. He rolled a natural one. <laughs> he bats his eyelashes. <laughs> Very awkwardly. Uh-huh. Spits on their shoes. <laughs> I imagine Roderick is sitting with uh, Zenobia. They're still at the table listening, but... Well, living. and I really think it's it's one of those, like, she's just, she's truly Southern girl. She's being overly friendly, which they're probably like, what is she doing? And she doesn't realize, like, that it might be coming off the wrong way. So 11 and a 13. And his natural one. So they, they look at you for a second, then they look over at Thurskell and see him batting his eyes. I'm like, fine, if you're going to taunt us like that, we'll just tell you our names. <sighs> well, I'm I'm Joanna, and this is Biff. <laughs> oh, what lovely names. It's fabulous. Are you taunting us too? I I don't understand. What, who was taunting you? Did you not see the face he was making? This is this is my face. I was born with it. I think it's just his face. I don't it's think he meant anything by it. I didn't mean anything by it. Where are you from? <laughs> oh, I'm from all over. I'm from Almas. That explains a lot. Okay. I'm nomadic. Oh, I didn't know that. That's so exciting. Oh yes, no, we we go from town to town, liberating the oppressed. Oh, excellent. <laughs> Just start talking to each other. <laughs> Instead of the two people they just came up with names. But... Wait, 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 wait. What were we? What were we talking about? That v for from... fifth. V for vendetta. <laughs> v for vendetta. Or five. We're gonna rename this podcast "Awkward Conversations." Five. Five. That makes five. sense. Does does a uh, whoever your person is say that? Maybe that so down. says it could mean five. What, are there any other vandalized memorials? Is that's that maybe that's one? what the V stands for. Vandalized? They Who's... vandalized it by putting a V on it. Do you know whose memorial was vandalized? No, it was the the, the, it's Harrowstone. the Harrowstone Memorial. Oh, it's... he said that. He did say that. I wasn't paying attention. Toward the end of town, it's so to... boring. At the end of town, to toward toward the hilltop, there's the Harrowstone Memorial, which lists the names of all of the guards and inmates who died at uh, Harrowstone. There's multiple stones in a row. Roderick is listening names. and speaking with, and like just looking. At this seems to be a connection. Was it on a specific stone? Yes. Was it on a specific name? Well, maybe we should go and take a look because they're really not helping, and they definitely <laughs> don't want to talk to us anymore. Um, um Thurskell, I don't think I don't think you should talk that way to people. Well, I mean, uh, is it true you don't want to talk to us anymore? Right? No uh, hard feelings. No, he, he he's right. See, so okay, we'll find out for ourselves. Thank you for the information. Enjoy your country fried rabbit. Thank no, you. No, that's mine. We're I want to ha- eat it first. We're personally having the rabbit gravy and biscuits. Oh, so oh gross. I almost got that. It's so good. It's you should good. try it next time. I got the gravy on mine, so okay, good. almost there. That's the best part. Yes. Do they have rabbit bacon? Um, I don't think they do this time, but you might be able to tell uh, Sariana, and she might be able to make that for the, oh, for the next time. 
I'm imagining like the smallest strips of bacon <laughs> ever. <laughs> little little tiny. tiny. Okay, so we got our information. We got recommendations for food. Recipes, yeah. So, Is there mm-hmm. anyone else we can eavesdrop on? No, well, no that, that's, that just... it's pretty empty in here. So the, the place is small. It only has like ten rooms. Five of which are taken over by hoes. Does it look like she's under hard times, or is this a pretty happening place? I expect it's the only inn in town, so it it's is. doing great. It's doing just fine. Okay, well, I don't feel I don't feel bad for her then. Yeah. Well, it's not as happening as like some place. Because she's the only person in the town besides Petra who's been nice to us. Oh. Who? You thought the she was innkeeper. desperate? Oh, the innkeeper, yeah. You thought she was desperate? And no, that's why I just she wanted to nice? make sure her business was doing fine because she's the only person who's been nice to us besides Kendra. <laughs> no, business there is fine. But as far as uh, when the two mentioned the Harrowstone Memorial, at least that Roderick and probably Zenobia from being here enough uh, would rec- would remember what the memorial is, Yeah. Uh, where it's located. It's a uh, distinctive 25-foot-tall moss-covered stone statue that overlooks the river statue depicts a proud, muscular human man dressed in leathers and wielding a truncheon. It is a depiction of Warden Hawkrin. And where is the V exactly? Uh, the V is on the first stone. So you have the statue in the middle, five stones to the left, five stones to the right. There are ten stones total, and it's on the first one to the left. Well, this is very interesting. That's definitely what we should check out after eating breakfast. Agreed. But no, the food is surprisingly very, very good. I wasn't surprised. I assumed it was going to be delicious. And so as we're leaving, Miss Seriana, the food was just as good as recommended. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, please, I hope you enjoy your day. Vivian's like overly, like, she's like, oh my gosh, this was so good. Thank you so much for having us. This Absolutely. is so exciting. You're welcome here anytime. Absolutely. And she left a good tip. She appreciates that. Mark it off your character sheet. Mm-hmm. Just got left one of the f- rabbit first. <laughs> <laughs> Make a sock. Put a note, here's my tip, make a sock out of this. <laughs> For me, I'll be back tomorrow. Well, alright then. Just one sock. You only need one. Make him a little uh, cod piece. <laughs> With the rabbit head. With the rabbit head. <laughs> alright, so uh, y'all start heading toward the memorial? Yes, we go to the memorial. Well, just, just to give you an idea of where you are in the town, because you're in the town square right now. Where's the memorial? The memorial is uh, toward Harrowstone, on that end of town. So we'll head that way. And then the opposite end of town is the Restlands. What do we see as we're going by? Um, well, you go th- uh, since you're on the opposite end of the town square, uh, you'll pass through the, the square, which has the um, the center of town as a uh, circle. There is a grassy area that is fenced in, and a uh, there's a gazebo in there. So one thing you do notice in that uh, grassy area is there's a, a group of girls playing with a like a jump rope um as girls tend to do as girls tend to do but one thing you do happen to notice is the the way they're jumping rope and passing it off and taking turns going in is like perfectly choreographed uh, it, i want to do a perception check on the girls okay and um oh it's not that much it's an eight with that eight, do I hear what rhyme they're saying? Mine's a ten. You do happen to hear what rhyme they are saying. Their rhyme... Fifteen. Yeah. Their rhyme is... Put her body on the bed Take a knife and lock her head Watch the blood come out the pipe Feeds the syrup so nice and ripe Drops of red so sparkly bright Splatter spells her name just right With the hammer kills his wife 
are you gonna go talk to the children? Because I don't think a grown grown yeah. man should just walk up to children. So first of all, uh, out of game and in game, both Noel and Vivian aren't overly disturbed by this because they've done enough jump rope nursery rhymes in their time. Yeah, I, I, I'm just like, yeah, that just sounds normal. Yeah, it sounds yeah. normal. So Vivian's going to kind of cock her head and go over, and uh, she, as far as perception, she rolled a 19. Okay. They're ghost girls. <laughs> <laughs> They're not ghosts. And so Vivian's going to go over. She's just going to be like, oh, hello. What What is that rhyme you're singing? The The girls instantly just drop the jump rope, and they just stand there silently. No, no, it's okay. I, I'm new to this town, and we have a similar chant back in Almas. What is that chant? It's Mary Mac. Oh, no, what's the uh, Lizzie Borden? <laughs> she recites the Lizzie Borden had an axe. <laughs> right. Gave her father 40 wax. You also messed up. The girls still just stand there staring. 12 diplomacy? Um, With that, because you are a non-intimidating character, mm-hmm. <laughs> you actually get a bonus to that check. Go, Phillips. Hey, and, we and, shouldn't go talk to him. No, I shouldn't talk to him. So she's she's trying to talk to him and try to bond, and they're not really doing it. She's like, are you guys maybe not supposed to be saying that rhyme? One of the little girls speaks up. It's a rhyme that we've been saying for years. Um, we're just, we've been told not to talk to strangers. That's very good advice. You shouldn't talk to strangers. Really, I just wanted to know about the, the nursery rhyme you were singing. I am not from here, and so I haven't heard this one. We've just been saying it forever. We've been told it's about the the prisoners of Harrowstone. Do you know which ones? No. Okay. We're too young to know their names. Well, you have not been getting good history lessons in school then. I'm seven. I knew the story of Ring Around the Rosie when I was six. It's about the plague, you know. Is it? It is. It is. Okay. Well, you girls were all very good at not approaching strangers, and I'm going to leave you alone now so that I don't get a weird children reputation in town. Vivian okay. walks away. Miss Vivian's walking away. Roderick just casts the detect magic just to, just to be sure. They're not ghost girls. No magic. Okay, just just making so, sure. Uh, just, it was a little bit too synchronized. He's never seen girls play before. <laughs> it's supposed to be just enough that it was creepy without being actually magical it's like freddy krueger the freddy krueger one exactly it's exactly like that uh so you've talked to the creepy children were they creepy well just the just the song the song is kind of creepy Their eyes i know exactly the scene he's trying to build yeah. it's the creepy girls singing a chant mm-hmm. like, yeah that always happens before something creepy before something terrifying Yeah, just as a girl out. and v- vivian is just like she's not phased by it because girls do do this and even Zenobia, that, that's so, part of so. the trope is that it's a sort of normal thing but every it's once a in a while it'll strike you in the wrong tone yeah. it totally went over vivian said of course so you continue down the uh, pathway heading toward the memorial vivian's humming the nursery rhyme then, perfect what is everyone's perception modifiers? She's almost skipping. Four. Five. Four. Plus six. Five. Five. Six. Five. Yeah, plus six. So as we're leaving the, the girls, Vivian's kind of humming this song in her head, and then she kind of stops her tracks. She's like, oh, Kendra, I meant to ask you, have you ever seen a tombstone randomly show your name on it in the uh, cemetery? Mm. Yes, I saw that. I saw that. I totally saw that. Did you see that too? No, but you told me about it. Uh, I did and tell and it. these girls reminded me of that. Uh, no, I can't say that I have. I lived here for 25 years and I've never seen that. Okay, I was just wondering. Okay, but I totally did see it. I, I believe you. I do. Super creepy. 
Super. Okay. Well, I'm sorry that happened to you. <laughs> I don't believe her. Kendra doesn't strike me as the overly empathetic type. Zenobia. Yes. As you are walking, um, I'm assuming you're toward the front of the pack. Yes. Walking. Um, you happen to notice beside you and moving forward what looks like uh, horse tracks and wagon wheel tracks appear going beside you and toward Harrowstone. No horse and carriage, you just see the tracks appear. Little miss. Yes? What do you make of this? And she sees nothing. Uh, it's the ground. It's made of dirt, I think. Right? Yes. Look over here. What do you see? He sees nothing. I I see. What what are you trying to show me? It's dirt, right? You see dirt. I'm seeing tracks appear as we walk. And when I stop... If you stop walking, it looks like the tracks continue past. But as you start drawing people's attention to them, you stop seeing them as well. Okay, I said, well, never mind. And I I start to not look at them. Well, from yesterday, I could tell you that you are particularly talented in tracking things. So perhaps you're seeing something that we're not from your expertise? It's possible. I'm always very suspicious of magic. Is there a known, um, I mean, it's a road, so I assume that horses go on it regularly, but is this a specific path that people would be taking normally? She's kind of looking at Kendra and Roderick to answer this. This is the direction to the Harrowstone Memorial and to Harrowstone. So that's a yes? If anyone was going that direction, that's this is the path that they would take. But I, I don't see any tracks. What are you referring to? I'm just thinking in general the history of what types of... Did people normally walk to Harrowstone, or were people brought in on medieval paddy wagons? Well, the prisoners would have been transported in wagons to, to Harrowstone. So you are carrying your glaive. Can I borrow it? Why? You'll see. She kind of, like, throws her brow, gives it over. I need some reach. Okay. You have it. So what are you doing? So I give it a nice twirl, and then walking along, not looking at the uh, pathway. Do the tracks reappear? Nope. I'm going to swing it swing it anyway across the course of the path. Okay. At about waist high. You swing through air. I give her back her glaive. Thanks. Vinny's not wearing her armor. I want to make that very clear. All right. Perhaps we should go back and you should wear your armor. If we're dealing with vandals, it may be important. Well, I don't think the vandals are going to be out during the daylight, do you? We don't know. You're so not fun. Noelle says that. About, no, she no, said she that. Wants, she wants to go without her armor. That's her choice. Yeah. Yeah, the GM would say that. <laughs> I know what characters You're part first. of a group now, and we are a fighting group, and you must always be we're prepared. We're not fighting right now. You must always be prepared. Pretend you're a little neighborhood priestess. Uh, what? Priestess scouts. Always be prepared. Is there a role? I don't even know a role for paranormal activity. Um, I guess that could fall under... It's a little bit detect magic and a little bit like knowledge religion. Well, we both have both of those. Natural three. I'm just going to stop rolling today. 26 religion. I've got knowledge local, too. Because uh, Vivian's ten. trying to put together these Knowledge different locals. events. They sound somewhat ghostly, but you haven't heard anything specific of what would cause things like this to happen. Uh, the Knowledge Local, you would probably, between that and your survival skills that you know, that you'd probably piece together that this looks like one of the wagons that would have carried the prisoners to Harrowstone. The tracks and the horse. I knew it. 
Well, there's certainly a lot of ghostly power in this area, because this seems like a ghostly cart. Whatever happened at Harrowstone, it does not seem to be finished. I would agree with you there. So we come up to the mm-hmm. memorial. So you get to the memorial, uh, and you can see, just as I described earlier, the the statue in the middle with the five stones on each side. Uh, give me another perception check around the memorial. 21. Eight. 24. 13. 21 and 24. Uh, you both can find um, the body of a, a large rat. Oh. That looks like it's been drained of all of its blood. Intentionally? Well, there is blood all over the uh, monument. Um, hey, look. Here's a rat. It appears to be drained of blood. <laughs> it and, looks very strong. And I would assume that the uh, it looks like this is the blood that was used on the... Is it in front of the stone that it looks, Sabi was He's sort on? of sharpened to a point, so he's like a little... The rat is? <laughs> <laughs> Someone whittled like this pen. rat down. <laughs> Notice that the, the rat has been discarded off to the side, is not right by the memorial itself, so it could have easily been missed, and most people have. But it looks like just enough blood from the rat is the blood that is on the first stone, splattered on the first stone, and the V drawn. Amateurs. This V was drawn with rat blood. Gross. Talk about the plague. Does it look like any other vandalism has taken place? So far, this is all there is. Are the names on this memorial are only the... It's everyone that died in the fire. Including the criminals? Yes. Yes. Sorry, the V is on which stone? It's on the first. This is highly curious. So, I mean, if you scan through the names, you'll see the, the, the five prisoners' names listed on there. You'll also see the warden's name. You'll see the warden's wife's name. Anybody's name start with a V? The warden's wife name. Warden's wife. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. What's the warden's wife's name? Hold on, I have it. The warden's wife's name was Vesoriana. Maybe that's what the V stands for. That could also be who the cult was looking for. Or this V could be an arrow down. Did they ever find her body? Or did they just assume? Kendra? Um, From what I understand, her body was found. Uh, After she lowered the the lift down uh, to try to save her husband, uh, some of the guards overtook her because she was hysterical, and they uh, locked her in the uh, storage room. And then when the fire broke out, uh, some of the guards did escape, uh, but they forgot Forgot. that she was there. That's awful. This is an awful story. Yes, the entire tale of Hiroston was tragic. So many good men died, and a loving wife. And a lot of bad men. I don't care so much about them. Vivian's wondering, so she's thinking, all right, Harrowstone, obviously something's up there. Mm-hmm. Um, what would be the purpose of vandalizing a memorial? I mean, the prison's right there, or close here. Is it right there? Can I see it? <laughs> Could it be coward? You can see it up on the hill. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's not it's not that far. Like, what, what would be the purpose of vandalizing this spot? It could be cowardice, because people are afraid to approach the prison, and they use the rat, which is like the most mundane of creatures. Just be the ritual, too. Well, we should probably keep this in mind and then continue our research in the library. Vivian would like to look at the, ma- the mouse, <laughs> the rat, a little closer to see how it was sacrificed. It basically looked like a sharp implement was taken to cut down its down chest. The, the perfect way to get the most amount of blood. So it was expert. <laughs> I mean, this is a village of, like, old people. Not old people. What am I trying to say? Like, it's olden times. I'm sure everybody knows how to slaughter their own meat. So yeah. I don't think that's an expert cut. 
We grab on to the dumbest tangents. Uh-huh. How well, was the rat killed? That's what I want to know. Excuse me, didn't you want me to do a heel check on the rat earlier? Yeah, and you didn't. <laughs> this is what I'm doing That could have solved it. Gary could have said, yeah, there's nothing important about it. And then we could have moved on. <laughs> okay, as of right now, you don't have anything more to go on here from... Well, Vivian's pretty moment. sure it was Thurskel because he's the only person she's seen kill a rodent. Okay. So Rabbits aren't rodents. He is the only person that Vivian has seen kill small furry creatures, so it's obviously him. All right, well, I don't think there's any more we can learn here, so... I want to wash my hands and move on to the next thing. Shall we go back to the house then and um, learn more about the five prisoners? Yes, I think that's a wonderful idea, Kendra. Um, Before we do that, could we stop in town at one of the shops? Oh, absolutely. We can do any shopping we need to oh, uh, before we head back to the house. Excellent. Where where, where do you get clothes? Where? <laughs> I want to get uh, something local. I want to wear whatever um, the, uh, the local fashion is here. I, I don't want to be out of fashion. Well, it depends on what type. We uh, we have plenty of clothes at the general store, or if you want something in leather, we have the tannery. I think the general store will be wonderful. I have I have an idea. I saw these wonderful vests. The little girls were wearing a version of it. I saw that you had a version mm-hmm. of it. That's what I want to get. Yeah, the, those are at the general store. We, oh, can, go, we, can, go, we can stop by there. Vivian totally go, starts rambling about fashion and, and kind of like, whether Kendra wants her or not, she kind of like hooks elbows with her and starts like girl talking, like back into town. <laughs> She hasn't really had a, a girl talk in quite a while, so she'll yeah. jump into it and start talking as well. Never mind the rat that they just <laughs> were looking at. Right. <laughs> so, Roderick, you like sports or whatever? Um, I spend... I work the night shift. Have you played sports puck? <laughs> I played I, I played many, many rounds of ice puck, yes. Yes, it's fun. I collect spores, mold, <laughs> no, no, no. and fungus. <laughs> During winter, he totally plays curling. Oh, what a loser. <laughs> Curling is fascinating and I love it. I didn't, I was like, this is the dumbest thing when I heard it. And then it was on the Winter Olympics. It's like, I cannot stop watching uh, this. Can't. It's nope. the coolest. Kendra pipes in for a second. Oh, speaking of uh, sports puck, I, I don't know if you've recently heard, but um, today is the uh, semifinals and the <laughs> uh, the Alma Stars are playing the Irison Blues. Oh, indeed. How are they doing? Um, it's currently tied one to one at the end of the first overtime. Oh snap! <laughs> Vivian just said, "Oh snap!" Go, go stars! Go snars! Go stars! Ah, I thought you said snars. No, the, the snars are, are. I think the different team. Yes. Different yes. Varija, I think. Varija, yes. So when we get to town, Vivian picks up a local outfit. Which I looked this up. I looked up the, um, this is based off of Romania. And so they have those gorgeous, um, vests that are like all floral decor and stuff, like pretty embroidered skirts. So she gets herself a, a version of that. Richard has no interest in this whatsoever. I was but, hoping you'd provide the name of it. I don't know what it's called. It's, it's a vest. You looked it up, but you didn't get the name. No, because it all says Romanian folk dress. That's all you had to say. <laughs> Romanian folk dress. But that's. Oh, those, yeah, they're beaded and yeah, floral. really and... pretty. So you guys head back to the house. Vivian and Kendra will catch up with you, and we get back to the house. Vivian has changed clothes again. This is the third outfit you've seen her in today. <laughs> um, and she's now wearing a really gorgeous blue vest with gold floral embroidery on it and a matching blue skirt with slight gold accents. And there's also some red and greens in the flowers. Not only does she look gorgeous, but she now looks appropriate for the setting. Roderick still doesn't notice. <laughs> uh, of course not. It's because he's looking at their scale. All right. So... Waist, waistcoat. 
I'm assuming while they're shopping, you guys are going into the library to start doing more research? Oh, yeah. yes. Okay. Do I just want to take a 20 to find the books that you need? Yeah, because we have the whole day now. Yeah. So that's There's a no rush. 26 no. for me. Okay. So, what, what do you mean take a 20? Is it perception? So if you have yes. like hours to spend on something, you can take 20, which results in whatever your modifier is as if you rolled a natural 20. Oh. And what are we, what's my, what are we doing? Perception? Perception. So 24? 25. 24, 25. 25, 26. Okay. Uh, so that's enough that it takes you a while um, to go through all the books, but you do finally find some of the information that you are looking for. The information on the five prisoners... The first one is Father Charlatan, whose real name is Sefik Corvin. Of the five notorious prisoners, only Father Charlatan was not technically a murderer. Yet his crimes were so blasphemous that several churches demanded he be punished to the full extent of Ustalavic law. Although he claimed to be an ordained priest of any number of faiths, Father Corvin was in fact a traveling con artist who used faith as a mask and a means to bilk the faithful out of money and payment for false miracles or cures. He became known as Father Charlatan after his scheme was exposed and his Zarni accomplices murdered a half-dozen city guards in an attempt to make good the group's escape. Wow. Doesn't sound like anyone I've ever heard of in real life. Right? So that's the information you have on Father Charlatan. On the Lopper, whose name is, real name is Vance Satresi. So it's not the Looper? No, it's the Lopper. <laughs> when the Lopper stalked prey, he would hide in the most unlikely of places, sometimes for days upon end with only a few supplies to keep him going while he waited for the exact right moment to strike. That's commitment. Once his target was alone, the lopper would emerge and savagely behead his victim with a hand axe. Hence the nursery rhyme. Hmm? Uh-huh. The Mosswater Marauder, whose real name is Ispen Onyx Cudgel, only five years before his hometown of Mosswater was destined to be overrun and ruined by monsters from the nearby river, Ispen Onyx Cudgel was a well-liked artisan and a doting husband. When he discovered his wife's infidelity, he flew into a jealous rage and struck her dead with his hammer, shattering her skull and his sanity with one murderous blow. Racked with shame and guilt, Ispen became convinced that if he could rebuild his wife's skull, she would come back to life. <sighs> but unfortunately, he could not find the last blade-shaped fragment from the murder site. So instead, Ispen became the Mosswater Marauder. Over the course of several weeks, the cunning dwarf stalked and murdered nearly 20 people while searching for just the right skull fragment. He was captured just before murdering the daughter of a visiting nobleman from Varno and was carted off to Harrowstone that same night. So he was uh, killing people with a hammer. Yes. So a hammer, a lopper, charlatan. Mm-hmm. He didn't kill anybody, right? No, no he, he didn't murder. Him. Not he, himself. He 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 did the uh, he he killed people that had long incurable illnesses. Yes. If you give me your money, you can. I'll live. heal you. Uh, the next one you have is the Piper of Ilmarsh. No real name is known. Before he snatched his victims, the Piper taunted his targets with a mournful dirge Ugh. on his flute. Oh, so creepy. He preferred to paralyze lone victims by dosing their meals with lich dust and then allowed Ugh. his pet sturges to drink the victims dry of blood. Now that's the one that the Minertia rhyme was about. It mentioned sturges. The, the girl said it was about all of them. Oh, was it about all of them? All five. That's, okay. That was the impression I got. Well, we'll have mm -hmm. to listen to the creepy Minertia rhyme. Creepy Minertia rhyme. Yes. What's a sturge? 
A sturge is like a four-winged giant mosquito-type creature. Yeah, it's very yeah, it's a big bug. And what was he feeding? Yeah, can you read that last lich one? Lich dust. Lich dust. It was lich dust. Yes. Paralyzed victims with lich dust mm-hmm. and fed them to his pets. Um, How to kill him? The sturges would drink the victims dry of their blood. Oh, so they I were see. still alive when they were being fed. That's so gross. Yes. That's so gross. So they they are big mosquitoes. This mm-hmm. is so Ew. creepy. And then the last one, the Splatterman. Who He's is the re- spellcaster I talked about yeah. earlier. His name is Heen Ferriman. Professor Ferriman was a celebrated scholar of anthroponomastics, which is the study of personal names and their origins at the Quatrefo Archives and Caliphus. An accidental association with a succubus twisted and warped his study, turning it into an obsession. Yeah, that happens to everyone. Yeah. Ferriman became obsessed with the power of a name and how he could use it to terrify and control. Soon enough, his reputation was ruined. He'd lost his tenure, and he developed an uncontrollable obsession with an imaginary link between a person's name and what happens to that name when a person dies. Every few days, he would secretly arrange for his victim to find a letter from their name written in blood. Oh! Perhaps smeared on a wall or spelled out with carefully arranged entrails. Uh Suddenly it all makes sense. Uh Once he had spelled his victim's name, he would at last come for her killing her in a gory mess using a complex trap or series of rigged events meant to look like an accident. So they're all women? Yes, they're all women. Misogynist? My name starts with V. Does. Oh. Oh no. Maybe you should put your armor on. Good idea. <laughs> <sighs> Touche. Oh, <man. laughs> I think that's a very good idea. <laughs> Will someone come upstairs with me <laughs> while I do that? I go upstairs with you. You're to listen to me in the future. Well, I didn't know a dead serial killer was coming after me. Wait, Nobody expects on. the Spanish Inquisition. Yes, We've each gotten, to be ready. I got the tombstone. You got the wheels. She got the V. What did you get? Nothing yet. Nothing yet. Nothing. Oh, Mine's yet. not undead yet. Or maybe it is. We don't know. The lopper? I thought he died. Well, they all did. They, they, all, they, all, all, did. Dead. they all did. They all did. <laughs> they all did. <laughs> they all done did now. Obviously, the, it's the looper who's coming for me for getting his name wrong. <laughs> yes. Lopper. (laughs) You got his name wrong, too. Sorry. You go also. (laughs) I had Bruce Willis killing him in my head. (laughs) That's literally who I envisioned was Bruce Willis. Because he was in Looper. (laughs) Well, now the Lopper has been cast as Bruce Willis. Yeah, well, that's... Wait, or or Joseph Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, or Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That's true. Either would be acceptable. Could be either one. When he was alive, he was Joseph Gordon-Levitt, but now as a ghost, he's Bruce Willis. (laughs) Which makes perfect sense. A sixth Six sense, sense, even. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was good. I got to pat myself on the back for that one. Uh, so this is horrible. Mm-hmm. These are terrible people. I'm glad they're fictional characters. I don't want to think about what real people have done. At least I know in this universe, no one was given lich dust and fed to their pet sturges. Yes. Yeah. So that makes me happy. As far as you know. As far as you know. Where's he getting lich dust from? Like, like 
that's a real hot, like, easy commodity Liches? to get. Liches yes, be crazy. thank you. <laughs> to go to the lich store. I would assume that, like, isn't the whole point liches aren't, they're not dust if they're doing well at their lich job. So. Well, as we talked about, you have to wait long enough for the lich lichdom to take effect correctly. So I'm sure part of you falls off in that process. Oh, that's gross. It's my conclusion so far of this campaign. It's gross. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Vivian gets her armor on. <laughs> okay. Well, that research and everything actually does take you quite a while, so now it's late into the evening. She puts her armor on anyway. Now she can't <laughs> sleep in it. Damn it. <laughs> uh, so is there anything else you'll want to do right before uh, retiring for the night? We could sing folk songs around the fire. <laughs> could do that. Sing that. Um, Vivian probably is going to be like, Humming that song a bit in her head, just like... She's trying to sleep with everybody. She's like, can, can, can I sleep with yeah. you? Yeah, she's like, what's, 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 the, what's the sleeping arrangement tonight? With uh, with all this information coming to light, and I don't know who... Because Vivian was out shopping while we were getting this information, so some I don't know if she's like... Some of it. Well, she, some of it. She would have come back, because taking 20 and with the, the check to get all that information, it would have taken you a while to go through You didn't find anything until Vivian came back, so it looked like she's the reason you found the information. Mm. So basically it was, you searched, you finally found the books, and you found a record of the listed names of the prisoners, then you found their real names... And their real names gave you more information on where to look to find information about their history and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, okay. It was a long day of researching. Do you want to help me seal all the windows with Wolfsbane? Absolutely. I'm very... Uh... Wolfy. Yes. No, Bane. I couldn't think of a word for alchemist. <laughs> He's Ron alchemist. I have chemistry. Pharm- pharmacy. Yes, I have chemistry. Yes. <laughs> so I try and ward, ward all, of the, uh, all of the entries I know about. In the house. Okay. You go lay down your wards. What's everyone else doing before bed? Roderick is continuing to read as much as he can until, like, the sleep overtakes him. Like, he's just like, as long as I'm up, I'm going to keep reading. Basically take a book upstairs with you to... Yeah. And comparing it with the professor's notes in his journal, like, cross-referencing anything he can. So you all retire for the evening, doing your various things before bed. Vivian's just like, I don't even know what Vi- how Vivian's responding to this. I don't think it's fully sunk into her what it means. She's probably slightly terrified. Yeah. Well, you know, what I've realized now is, um, I don't know if Vivian's realized this yet, but but I think what she's what's going to occur <laughs> probably, to her. yeah. Well, no, what I think what's going to occur to her the next day is the fact that she's, she's got, she's assuming this vandalism's about her. She's new to town. She wasn't the expected party to be here. So that's extra creepy. Mm-hmm. So you're probably thinking about all of that while you're lying in bed. Yeah. Alone in your room. And you feel like this cold breeze go across you as you're laying there. Oh no. Just one of us? It's only (laughs) only Vivian. This Um, is my moment, guys. Yeah. So she feels this cold breeze go across her. Um, And then you look around the room to see what, uh, where the draft is coming from. Is the window open? What you notice is the window now has bars on it. And the walls suddenly change. They're not the same bedroom walls that you saw before. Now they're stone walls. And um, like the furniture is completely different. It looks it looks like Mm -hmm. a prison cell, including even by the door, uh, like a bowl of like rotting gruel with worms coming out of it. Oh, gross! Um, uh, Do you get out of the bed? Yeah, I think she. I think she sits up in bed and kind of wraps the 
whatever rag of a blanket is around her. And I think she wants to listen first. Okay. Does she hear anything? You don't hear anything. So she'll she'll creep towards the door. Okay. So you creep toward the door. Um, and it looks like a, a closed prison cell door that's locked. It's locked. Um, she'll go. She'll go look out the window too, just to. Okay. And you notice through the window, you see that you're on top of a hill, and you see Raven Grow down below. She just whispers. She's like Aristo. And then you turn back to look to the bed, and the bed is no longer a bed. This moldy hay and straw. And above that, you start seeing in blood V. No. I. No, Splatter Man. V. What do you want? <laughs> no. No, and she's going to run up and try to wipe the blood away. Okay. So you run up and try to wipe the blood away. Mm -hmm. The blood smears and it's all over your hands. It's Mm -hmm. warm. It feels like fresh blood. Mm. But the letters still remain. And she's just, I think she's just starting to panic at that point. She's just like, no. And she's just going to be clawing at the wall. And she's, no, no, no. What do you want? What do you want? (laughs) No, no. And then she starts crying and just collapses onto the straw. Onto the straw. Uh, and as you do that, uh, you wake up out of whatever trance that you were in. The room is back to normal. You're back on, in, a, in a bed. Mm-hmm. Um, everything looks the same, but your name is still there in blood. Vivian screams. And we'll see you next week. Ah!